this is where it all began. The story of Candyman. Local character, he'd walk around handing out candy to the neighborhood kids. One day, a couple of kids get razor blades in their candy. Police come around. That's when I saw the true face of fear. Get on your knees. Hands, hands, hands. They beat him, tortured him, killed him right there on the spot. A couple weeks later, more razor blades and more candy. He'd been innocent. So he's real? Candyman ain't a he. Candyman's the whole damn hive. All right, folks, welcome back to a brand new review episode of Nia DaCosta's Candyman. Well, uh, You're listening. Episode of Candyman? What, huh? Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, yeah. Let's, let's, let's run that back. Let's run that back. Run I was a little confused for a second. I was like, "Huh?" Scatter, scatter. Name our show is Candyman. What? Welcome back, folks, to a brand new review episode of the best damn show you've ever heard in your life. Words from blurs. I'm your host JT, and on the other end of the microphone is my co-host. I do. Yo, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's going on, my brother? You ready to review this artfully made horror film, Candyman? Yes, more than ready. I have been waiting for this movie ever since they announced it all the way back in uh, what 2019. Yeah, folks come out last year, and yeah, you know, of course, COVID being the, the bitch that it is, set it back quite a bit. So. Here we are, 2021, Nia DaCosta's Candyman. Yes, produced by Monkey Power Productions, which is, of course, um, Jordan Peele's production company. And I believe Nia DaCosta and Jordan Peele... And, Co-wrote. Yeah, one other person. It was it was a three-person team. Was it? Yeah, I'm going to look at... I remember it was three names in the okay. credits. Okay, oh, uh, and Wynn Rosenfeld. Yes, yeah. So and I I'm yo I've been really hyped for this man. I was the anticipation was killing me because Nia DaCosta really did not want this to go to streaming. She really felt that it, it had to be on the big screen. And I mean she bet on herself and she won because she became the first ever black female director to have a number one movie in America, which again come on the, now. That's a, a, a I mean, come of, on. How about yeah. a round of applause? Right? Standing ovation. It's kind of wild that we're still having like first evers in uh, 2021, but you know. It's... Yeah, and we'll but that's still we're awesome, continue man. to have a bunch of firsts. We're going to continue to have a bunch of firsts until it's, it's uh, repeated history. For sure, for sure. So uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get into. Um, have you ever seen the original Candyman movies? I had no tie to the original Candyman movies at all. I've never seen them. N- not a single one. I mean, I feel like I've probably seen one late at night as a kid because I knew, I remember they used to come on late at night and around Halloween. Mm-hmm. And they, and it, it, it all, it, to me, it often gave like, like cheap 90s, not cheap 90s, but you know, like they kind of had that, that kind of passe like, 90s. Like I could watch it, I could give a, I could give a shit less, you know? That like late 90s HBO movie feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a movie that didn't come out in theaters that I was like, eh. So I wasn't okay. really a, a, a kid that was interested in horror. Like, 
if I'm, if I'm going to be honest, I have a, a short story. Freaking when I was in maybe the fifth or the fourth grade, I watched The Toxic Avenger. Oh, shit. Really? And I know that movie is supposed to be like a, uh, a comedy horror spoof. Yeah. But but the fucking the makeup effects on the Toxic Avenger scared the living daylights out of me. And I just I had nightmares about him for weeks. And so it just put me off of all horror movies for a long time, well into my teenage years. And that's when maybe around 15, 16, when I started like watching horror movies and like being like, oh, I'm not even afraid of this anymore, like of this concept of this genre. Like there were so many horror movies that just followed the same beaten path, mm-hmm. which brings us to this year's 2021 version of Candyman. Yeah, or sequel. That's, that's it's funny you said the the movies that did that for me uh, were uh, Child's Play and Nightmare on Elm Street. I was not fucking with Chucky or Freddy, man. Them them two. Uh, I definitely oof. was not messing with Freddy Krueger, but Chucky I could get down with. Not me. That that little nigga scared the fuck out of me. But then eventually uh middle school i I just went head first into horror and i and i love horror movies so um and you 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 didn't watch the old Candyman movies before you watched this one or you did i did not you didn't okay well i did so i can i can offer perspective on those compared on all three i watched all three of the old ones so i can offer a a perspective on the new one compared to those ones because Candyman. all three of the old ones uh star tony todd Yes, he appears in all three. Um, it's it's actually a pretty thorough line story, you know. Um, the first Candyman is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. It's really good. I highly recommend it. It going in, you have to know it's not like your classic slasher. You know, it's not like it's Friday not a gory ass horror movie. Well, it's no, it's 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 gory. It's it's pretty gory. Oh, well, well, it's yeah, just it does have some elements of gore, but yeah. It's just not it's, like it's not like Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the Thirteenth. Like it's yeah. It's there's bad. no there's no real uh like suspense of the mood the the monster around the corner. You know, you're just kind of watching the uh, downward spiral of, uh, of the main character. Interestingly, Candyman don't even show up until like the middle of the movie. Right. Yeah. So basically the the whole movie is just kind of establishing his uh his origin and his legend so to speak yes because uh the classic do you know candy man's origin well i mean i guess you know it because they said in the movie but i definitely know it now (laughs) yeah yeah as many times as i said it right um so yeah uh so candy man was a son of a slave i I believe his name is daniel robotai and um, he was an artist, and his his uh, his father eventually became wealthy. He became an artist. He was he went to like private schools and all types of stuff, and he fell in love with some like guy, rich guy who owned a factory. Fell in love with his uh, daughter, the, his white daughter. Uh, they got together. He got her pregnant, and the dad was not having that because again, slavery had just ended like what a few years ago. So you know they still wasn't really fucking with that. So he got a bunch of his uh, buddies to like chase him out of town. They like, they tortured him. They cut off his right hand, stuck a hook on there for some reason, smeared him in honey, and then, you know, let the bees have at him. They did a lot of fucked up shit. It's actually a pretty traumatic backstory. Like it's dark, like mad dark. Yeah, it definitely could definitely trigger you. Yeah. They actually even like in the second movie, they even like actually depict it. In the first movie, they just like tell the audience, but in the second one, they show it. 
uh, and it is it is disturbing. Um, so yeah, and basically he comes back as a malevolent spirit, and if you say his name five times in the mirror, he comes out and he kills you. And that leads us to this year's Candyman, which is another one of those horror movie sequels that ignores the old sequels and is basically just a direct sequel to the first one, but also shares the name as the first one. I don't know why they keep doing that. It's weird. Sounds sounds a lot like Halloween. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just give it a subtitle or something. It's just weird to have it be the exact same name. I mean, weird? when was the last time that the, the when was the last when did the last Candyman come out? Probably like 95 or 97, I believe. Okay, so I mean... Although, funnily makes... enough, you know the funny thing about Candyman 3 is that it takes place in the year 2020. What? But, yeah, it takes place in the year 2020, but it still looks like the late 90s. Like, there's still like flip phones and old computers and shit. Like, they didn't even bother to... Ma- oh, uh, the third one came out in 99. 1999 but yeah it takes place in 2020 but it still looks like the 90s so you know it's kind of weird well yeah i guess they kind of had to skip over that because it wouldn't have made sense to acknowledge the third one especially seeing as though this is 2021 where this one takes place yeah yeah unless there are like multiple candy man each year yeah, uh, yeah, I, I kind of see why they did that, but you know, just as well. I mean, the third one wasn't very good. First one is great. Second one is good. Third one is pretty bad. Man, you know, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, we digress. Candyman twenty twenty one. Starring Yahya Abdul Mateen the second as the titular Candyman. Well, he becomes the titular Candyman. Yeah, yeah, because see, it's, it's, I like the interesting thing about this movie is that it introduces the concept of there being multiple Candymen, right? Throughout generations. Yeah, in the, in the first movie, spoilers, I guess, for this very, very old movie, but Candyman is basically more or less destroyed at the end of the movie. But in this movie, we find out like there's Candyman is kind of like a spirit that comes when a black person is murdered as a result of racial violence because the candy yeah. man in this movie is uh his name is do you remember his name was his name george no sherman his fields. name was sherman Fields. Yep, yeah that's the guy sherman fields is this guy this neighborhood guy who like gives out candy to the neighborhood kids for me candy man was a guy named sherman fields he had a hook for a hand. Neighborhood character used to stand out there and hand out sweets to us when I was a kid. One October, a razor blade shows up in a little white girl's Halloween candy. And one day, I saw myself.
shows up a couple weeks later. More razor blades and more candy. That's when we knew Sherman had been innocent. Harmless. Yeah, so they uh, in this one, they actually, you know, the Candyman name makes sense because uh, in the first one, like, basically some white kid, like, you know how I told you they smeared him in honey, right? They, like, yeah. w- wipe their finger on him and they taste him and he's like, Candyman! And then they just start chanting Candyman. I don't know. It's got because it's like he doesn't taste like candy. He tastes like honey. So why would you say can't? Wouldn't you say honey man? You know. You know what I mean. I don't know. But d- details. Whatever. I'm, I'm semantics. The point. But yeah. So that's this Candyman's backstory. And Yaha Abdul Mateen plays a character by the name of excuse me, Jesus. Anthony McCoy. Yes, Anthony McCoy, who's he's kind of a bougie artist. Yeah, he kind of, uh, you know, is one of those artists that, uh, I guess, uses racial injustice and depicts it in his art. And I guess he was a hotshot at it for a while. And in this movie, when we find him, he's kind of looking for a new inspiration. Yeah, I mean, he's low-key, he's kind of bumming off of his girlfriend. He played, definitely is bumming off his girlfriend. Played, played by, by Tiana Paris. From... WandaVision. Yes, and also the Marvels, which Nia DaCosta has also yet to come out. But yes. Wow, wow. You know, I didn't even, I didn't even, you know, I didn't even realize that Nia DaCosta was reteaming with Town of Paris for, uh, for the Marvels until just now. I mean, it just clicked. Oh, okay. And you know, not for nothing, but I'm excited because I really feel like Nia DaCosta did a great job directing in this movie like the shots and the cinematography especially you you remember the beginning the opening credits with like the skyline and the clouds and everything and the buildings which if you yeah. see the first if you see the first one is also kind of a reference to the opening of the first movie i thought that it just you remember that uh that neon sign um you don't you clearly don't belong here or you obviously no you're obviously in the wrong place yeah you know like the way that was framed and every I, th- I thought she did a really great job directing this movie man so i'm excited to see what marvel lets her do with the marvels because captain marvel i don't i mean it was fine it was okay i, I thought it was decent but i don't think it really had directing that stood out to me you know yeah there was no real personality in the direction of the movie yeah, yeah. Uh, unlike something like even Ant Man or, or or Guardians of the Galaxy, where you know they got a little crazy. Captain Marvel was kind of just, you know, basic bland. cinematography. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't yeah. gonna say bland, but you know, yeah. You ain't denying it. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm not denying it. I'm just saying I did not say it. So yeah, um, the performances. I feel like every single person did a good job in this movie there wasn't a bad performance in the bunch um nathan stewart jarrett as brianna's brother i thought he was hilarious he did a good job he was absolutely also, one of the bright spots in the movie also if you haven't seen uh misfits which is have you ever heard of misfits i have not it's this uh show from the uk about a a bunch of like um they're like teenagers that are like doing um what's that thing called um you you know when you get in trouble and you have to like detention 
No, no, no. When you're a kid and you get in trouble and you have to do work for the government. Community service. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're a bunch of kids like got in trouble and they like get superpowers because of a meteor shower and like it's almost like the boys before the boys was the boys. Like it's really good and hilarious. Like it, it, if you haven't seen it, check it out. I think it's on Hulu. It's called Misfits. So if it's, you can see Nathan Stewart Jarrett in there as well, and he's really good in that. Um, Coleman Domingo, quickly becoming one of my favorite actors, man. Every time I see him, I love his performances. Yeah, it's, it's like we're seeing more and more of him every day. He was in that movie, uh, uh, what was Zola? it? Uh, he was in Zola, but he was also in the movie, uh, what was it, Mama Rainey's Black Bottom? Yes, he was. He was in that too. He's he's just getting a lot of work these days. And, and it's is he a character actor? Because he's just slipping Kinda, in yeah. and out of different roles, I guess. I, I would consider him that. He's really good, man. Um, I, I loved his character. Although I kind of had issues with his character that I'll go into later. Um, if we go you, into... Can I just say one thing about him, though? Domingo? Yeah. To me, and, and, and he's also in Fear the Walking Dead. But um, he just... I don't... And I know this isn't the case. But to me, his accent... Not just in this movie, but in and like even in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, it sounds like a British person putting on an American accent. You, do you, are you able? Do you, do you ever hear the? You ever hear the distinction between like Idris Elba's regular UK accent and then him putting on an, a, a, an American accent? Yeah, like how a lot of English actors when they do American accents, they just kind of they don't have any like. It, regional standard yeah like like uh like uh dr strange or uh the white dude from black panther yeah martin freeman yeah they they don't have any like regional dialect they just kind of sound bland but that's weird that you say that because he's american i mean he's from philly i mean he's from yeah that's what's crazy he is from philadelphia and it just sounds like he's putting on an american accent i don't know why but I mean, I still think he's a great performer. It just sounds like he's putting on an American accent to me. Uh, I, I, he was, I, I, and he was in the Butler, Selma, Birth of a Nation. He was, he's been in, in a lot of shit. Yeah, he's, he's putting in work, man. He deserves it, too. The guy is very talented. I like him. He's very quickly becoming one of my favorite actors. Yeah. You're, oh, you're um, see him. he was in um that other one based off of a book. Lincoln? If Beale Street could talk. He was in, uh, I didn't even see that movie, but I heard it was great. Yes. Yeah, I think you might have recommended it to me. I, oh, you know what? I think I did. Yeah, I think I did. Um, Vanessa Williams, not, uh, not the one you're thinking of, but a different Vanessa Williams as, um, as Anthony's mom, who, who, by the way, is actually a character from the first movie. And she, I think she's the exact same character from the she first is. movie. She is. She's the um, exact same character. So there, yeah. there are threads that are tied to the first movie that that show up here. Not just mentionings of Candyman and his origin, but actual people, characters. And I really and like. I really like that they did that. They, there's even a point where Anthony is listening to recordings that um helen lyle the the main character from the first movie uh made when she was see because in the first movie she was a grad student and she was doing a paper on urban legends and her focus was on Candyman. so he listened to like recordings that she made when he was like doing research on Candyman for his art exhibit right 
So I, I, I want to ask you, I don't know how into the art scene you are, but I mean, I'm just curious, what did you think about Anthony's actual art? Um, I, I'm not that into the art scene. Um, maybe I, that's just showing how cultured I am not. Um, uh, it definitely felt very on the nose. Damn. So you basically you felt how like the critic felt in there. I, I definitely did. Like as she was saying what she was saying, I was like, I hate to agree with you, but damn it if you're right. It's just the way she was phrasing it. You people, I was like, huh? But I was like, she's still right. But she she said that that stuff pretty incorrectly. But she right. Yeah, it was almost like because it's it's, it's 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 kind of a, a nuanced conversation, right? Because while there is kind of a shared black experience, not necessarily every single black person has the same experience. Because like uh, a a black person who grew up in an, an almost all white suburb obviously is going to have a very different experience from a black person who grew up in South Central LA, right? Right. So uh, they're looking at Anthony, it's like, and even though Anthony, as well, he didn't know, because I mean, so he was he was a baby in the first movie, and he grew up, well, he didn't grow up in, but he was born in Cabrini Green, which at the time in the first movie was a housing project. Right. But as far as he knows, he's not from there because his mom didn't never told him that that's actually where he was born. So the artist, the art critic is looking at him like you're kind of just this outsider who's using the pain from this poor area as fodder for your art. And there's there's an I think I feel like there's kind of a, a nuanced conversation one could have about that. Like, absolutely. White people in the past have done that, like white artists, right, whether it be with music or film. But I mean, these days. But at I mean, what sometimes... point do we acknowledge that even our own, yeah. who are who come from higher uh, standards of life, do the same? Exactly. You know, they might not have the same knowledge that people who actually grew up in there do. Or what? What point? At what point does it become exploitative? It's like me, because real fact, I was born in D.C. in D.C. General Hospital. But it's like me living in Maryland, in the suburbs of Maryland, my whole life, claiming the hoods, like southeast of DC. Like I can't do that. Like I, I can claim the location and say that's factual, but I can't say, yeah, I sympathize with these people. I'm from this area. Like I didn't grow up there. So for him to, it, it's the same with this with uh, Anthony, um, Yaya's character Anthony. He's basically just taking the history and the, the pain of a downtrodden community and using it to up, uplift himself uh, financially and artistically. Well, I mean, not so much financially because he ain't making no money with his art. Well, yeah, yeah well, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll ask you this. Do you think Anthony is a bad person? Because one thing that I, I had, one issue that I had with this movie is I don't think I really gave a shit about Anthony as a character. I'm going to have to agree with you. I didn't have a lot of emotional attachments or stakes to the to uh, the character of Anthony. I definitely felt he was, he got drunk way too early. So he was already proving dickishness and from the, from the jump. Although he, that scene was funny. Oh, I wish I could remember what he said. Um, bitch. 
And uh, he walked out <laughs> saying bitch is all I remember. But, hey, when he comes out that uh, that art dude, man, that, I thought that was funny. That was one of the biggest laughs in my theater. That joke was hilarious. But yeah, uh, go on. Um, dang, what was I saying? What the hell was I saying? Oh, yeah, I didn't have a lot of connection to Anthony. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did not have much connection to Anthony. I didn't. I mean, he definitely looked like a semi-struggling artist, you know, but at the end of the day, he was, his woman was thriving and um, he was mooching off of her, like you said earlier. And yeah. so it just seemed like he was a privileged art, art kid who, you know, trying to take advantage of a community that he is no longer a part of. But question though, if, so he was raised with his mom, like after you know he was in the fire. Yes. So okay, so you know some stuff about the first movie. Oh right, I keep forgetting they basically recap the first movie in this movie. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying if he lived with his mom, they lived in Caprini Green, did yeah. they not? Yeah. So he, they did. So he so he is from that area. He well, just... I mean, he was. Uh, I think she said they moved out. He was basically two. So he clearly has no memory of ever living in Cabrini. But so she moved back? I don't or, think no, they don't live in her her oh, that apartment is not in Cabrini Green. You're right. Cause I was I, as I was watching, I was thinking, what the hell apartment has a tube, uh, a glass tube to get to the inside? Yeah, exactly. That that was not like like a the, glass yeah, hallway. No. No, yeah, they 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 must have moved out when he was like two or something or one. Oh, right, you're right. She did mention that. Yeah, young young enough that he, young enough that he has no memory of ever living in Cabrini Green. Yeah, but he and even then he was a baby, and I'm assuming, looking at her, she had to have been a teenage mother. I'm assuming. I don't. I didn't see the first one, but she she was great for her age to have been in the first. She was pretty young in the first. I don't think she was a teenager though. She was probably like maybe like early 20s 19 at the age. youngest yeah let's look at her age because she she looked great she was born in 63 okay so so she was in her 30s wow she's 60 something now she's almost oh my goodness wow she does not look it at all i would not have guessed or is she 50 she's 50 something yeah she's 57 Wow, she looks great for her age, like I said. Mm-hmm. But that's, and her name is Vanessa Williams. Yes. Um, yeah, but the, the weird thing about this is when I watched the first one, and this was a common criticism about the first one, Helen is, the, the first one kind of has a white savior narrative. Because right. Helen, played by Virginia Madsen in the first one, uh she she she's actually doing something similar to um anthony like she's also kind of exploiting the fears of this uh this downtrodden community for her term paper right you know but at the same time when you watch the movie i still didn't want Candyman to get her because the whole point of the first movie is Candyman is trying to uh helen reminds Candyman of his old thing back in the day so he's trying to get with her now i, I don't want candy man to you know get her I'm, I'm, I'm concerned for the character i recognize that she also isn't that great of a person but i still don't want candy man to get her but in this one anthony it's like 
I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's like something was missing to really get me to care about Anthony. I don't know. Right, but you know what's what's interesting though. Although Anthony was, I think, supposed to be the main character, I think we're watching this movie from uh, Brianna's eyes. If I'm being honest, what makes you a lot that? of a lot of this movie is her is watch is her watching the downward spiral of her boyfriend as he embraces this this myth legend curse of Candyman. Uh, you know, it's a lot of her putting him. Like, uh, first of all, she she put him into the art gallery. She's his art gallery connect, for being frank. It's her place that he's living at. He's the one that damn near, like, I don't know. I wouldn't say he abuses her, but I guess he scares her so much so that I'm much more invested in how she reacts to his transformation. I'm more invested in her reaction and her feelings of his transformation than Anthony's actual feelings of his transformation, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I, like I she's saying. like everything that's happening, well, most of everything that's happening is happening in her life. It's her brother who comes over. It's her art gallery. She's the one getting the new job, possibly. She's the one who's also like uh at a certain point, Anthony's art does become famous, but it's because of the murders that are tied to it. And so Brianna is eventually being used, you know, to try and lure her boyfriend to another art gallery because of the the speculation and the the wild public curiosity that's tied to um, the murders uh, and his art. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, and I even actually care about Brianna too. I, you know, I don't want anything to happen to Brianna. So that's another yeah, yeah maybe yeah. And it's also I, 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 I it's also about and, like that. And I think you and I don't give give less shits of, about Anthony simply because he goes looking for it on his own purpose. Yeah. He's the one who kind of spreads the rumor uh again, so to speak. I mean although it comes from a different source, which we're not gonna spoil, although it comes from a different source initially He's the one who who seeks to to spread the legend of Candyman for for profit, so to speak, or for gain or notoriety. I don't know. Yeah, he's running around telling people, "Hey, say his name, say his name." You know, this, then, third. And of course, white girls all over are starting <laughs> to say his name. We even get a scene of a white girl and what two, three of her friends in a. You know, I love how the, the Asian school. the Asian friend after like they said it three times and like the window she said no nope. like no nah, I'm gone I ain't gonna you get know what's me. funny Hell you know nah. what's funny but that's the I think she uh she said the exact same thing that Brianna said right when uh remember when Brianna started looking for Anthony and she went to the to uh to the dry cleaners she opened the door to a basement and she turned around and said nope <laughs> i was like haha preview in the jordan peele's next movie yeah 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 those were moments where you remember oh yeah jordan peele co-wrote this she said nope that was I, I, I feel like everyone said the same shit and she opened the door in that dark ass hallway nah yep, turn right but, back around yep turn right back around smart we we're black and we're smart okay uh, now uh, except anthony yeah, well, 
eventually even he hey remember when um when rihanna was about to be like yo i'm, I'm gonna show you that this is fake and she started to say came in the mirror and he's like no <laughs> he threw some shit at the mirror yeah no he yeah he threw some shit at the mirror and broke the mirror so don't say uh, that name oh shit that was hilarious man oh man yeah man uh your your point about brianna possibly being kind of low-key uh, protagonist of this movie yeah you might have a point there especially with the way the movie ends which we're not going to get into right now but with that yeah for sure man. i just feel like we as the audience probably identify more with uh brianna's point of view and i think it shows i mean just from our, our the conversation that we're having right now you know although and you know yaya abdul mateen he definitely you know has a great performance of kind of playing I wouldn't say a douchey art like uh urban artist, but you know, as close to 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 uh douchey yet underappreciated as uh, as I can get or as we can get uh watching the movie. Um but yeah, I really do think that uh Kiana Paris as Brianna really was like the main uh viewpoint that I could sympathize and I could agree with and I could see everything that she's saying and everything that she's feeling and I'd be like yeah I I see where she's coming from same same now um I want I want to get into some things that I, I didn't really like about the movie go ahead um now this is a horror movie so I I want to say uh you know one thing I didn't particularly like was the kills for me a lot of them kind of fell flat yeah if we're just in yeah we don't have to get into specifics about what they were but they were generally all the same uh minus the end um and i think like you said they fell flat because they didn't really add a lot of suspense you know you kind of assumed they were coming and you know you were proven right every time someone said Candyman, whether they cut off at the third the third Candyman and we didn't see the last two, or it's with the girls in the bathroom uh, at the high school. You know the they didn't really add a whole lot of um, I would say suspense or 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 fear in the movie. You just kind of know it's going to happen, and you you don't really. You don't really, uh, you're not scared. There's, there's essentially nothing to be scared of. I'm not going to specify why that is. Yeah, but here's the thing. I could deal with the kills being samey. Because, like, I mean, to be real, there's only so much you can do with a hook, right? Right. But they don't even show them on screen most of the time. That's the thing. Is, yeah. Like, the first, okay, so the first one was really effective, Right um but the the guy i could deal with the guy getting like cut off before we see it fine that's you know that's a common horror movie thing and i thought the one with the the girls the one in the trailer you know that was that was okay that was pretty effective too but of course <laughs> they you know, felt like a lot of jump cuts yeah you you've seen you see a lot of it in the trailer and the movie is rated r so they could have showed it yeah, and they could have gone for it I don't even know why even even the one where they, they were in the apartment and the camera pulls out 
so you just see the person on the window i thought that was very well directed however i still would have liked to see it but that's the thing every it's like most of the kills in here it's a horror movie you don't ever really see nothing for real for real it's yeah all, you don't it's, feel the grunge it's almost like brain. it's almost like someone edited this for basic cable yeah <laughs> yeah uh, i would say maybe they need a better editor for sure but also did uh Nia DaCosta film any additional scenes? Did she film any additional takes where it was much more like in depth and in your face? That is the question. And I think that is what is gonna separate it or make the difference from the the kills uh amplifying the horror movie that is Candyman. And I just don't think they did, like you said. Also, 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 for a movie that's called Candyman, I feel like Candyman is barely a presence in this movie. Like, if you if you watch the first movie, even the, the all the first three movies, Daniel Robitaille's Candyman, Tony Todd's Candyman, he is a major presence in all the movies. Even in the first one, even though he don't show up or say anything until like forty minutes in, once he's there. He, he he makes a presence, bro. You feel his presence. Like you Candyman, like he takes over the screen. But in this one, I feel like he's kind of barely there. I mean, Sher- Sherman Candyman don't even have any lines. He doesn't even say anything. He doesn't talk. Nope. He just just kind of and you know what? I'm starting to think that Sherman Fields was actually maybe a little slow. Yeah, I think I think we that was implied. Yeah, I think we were supposed to gather. I mean, he was a guy who was giving out candy to kids, you know, and living in a wall. Yeah, yeah I, I think yeah, I think he was on the run. I don't think he was living in a wall. I think he was on the run. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Remember, police yeah. were looking for him. Yeah. So yeah, man, I don't know. I I, I kind of I wish they could have. I don't know. And you know what? The 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 Candyman scene at the end with you know all those people, I thought that was really well done. Although again, they didn't really show much except for like maybe the last two. Um, but yeah, I Nothing thought but a bunch of bees flying around covering every damn thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I kind of wish they had shown a bit more. And we and Candyman could have been more of a presence in the movie even even that very last part that part was cool but it, it kind of just you know it almost makes you feel like well damn i kind of wish you were here the whole time because even in that short scene like oh my god that was dope but i kind of wish you were here for the rest of the movie you know yeah it definitely missed opportunity on that one I, i'm just like you got to, if you have access to tony todd you use Tony Todd. And you know what? Honestly, I remember Tony Todd, even before the movie was, while it was filming, he had said he hadn't even heard from anybody and that it was his own solo thing. So I'm thinking they might have reached out to him towards, like, maybe even after filming. Oh, they probably, I mean, that scene probably took less than a day to film. For sure. So I'm thinking that they, they might not have originally even planned to use him. Yeah, yeah, which which is unfortunate. Or if you were going to do that, at least like get someone or do something because do something with that character that 
measures up to Tony Todd. Because, you know, the interesting thing about this movie, no one is even really talking about Sherman's Candyman. Like, as a character, no one's even talking about him. Have you noticed that? Nope. Yeah. Do you have? Do you even have the actor's name? I, I mean, he wasn't Michael bad. Hargrove. Yeah, he wasn't bad or anything. He, they, I just feel like they didn't give him anything to work with. Yeah, I think that might have been intentional. Um, I think I think they're really just trying to to establish um, Yaya as the Candyman, and they really were trying to. Um, I don't know. I just think they were trying to maybe acknowledge prior Candymen without having a lot of emphasis on them so that it will be more so on Anthony. But when Anthony is a character that you're not necessarily invested in, it makes, it kind of takes away from the movie and takes away from from what we're supposed to be afraid of or care about, you know? Right, because you're watching him become the Candyman and it's like, eh? And honestly... In a way, okay. How how detailed can we get? Because uh, there's one major plot point that I had an issue with. If you can be, if you can lightly spoiler, like okay, it out, I'll, I'll, I'll be light. I'll, I'll try to avoid names. So there's a okay. character. There's a character that is involved with the Candyman lore, right? And assists. And is trying. He's trying to basically make another Candyman. Res- resurrect the legend. Yeah, resurrect, resurrect the legend. The yes. But how did he know that Anthony was that character, like the baby? How did he know? Good question. How did they know? There's no, I mean, they never, he just knew. They never show her how he found yeah, out. Yeah, he just He just showed up and. How the hell did he know? I don't know. Anthony just showed up and, you know, he was helping him. So I don't, good question. I mean, yeah. there, I guess a lot of plot convenience. Also, but... another thing about that character, I feel like they kind of went off the deep end kind of quickly. It feels like. Uh, yeah, he went, minute... he went. One minute they're Left. seemingly normal, and the next they they've gone full maniacal villain. I would have to agree with you on that, and it definitely was like a, it was abrupt. Whoa, yeah, it was a, a a total quick one eighty, and it was unexpected. Maybe there were some scenes left on the cutting room floor. I mean, this movie was only an hour thirty. You know, it or mm-hmm. I, about an hour thirty. Mm-hmm. Ironically, I've been whining and complaining. Y'all need to stop these two hour long movies. I, I, I may have to eat a little bit of dirt on that because I feel like maybe this movie could have used another 30 minutes. Maybe. You know what's crazy? The movie felt like it was almost two hours. And I did not realize that it was just like 90 minutes. Yeah. Because me and my girlfriend went to see it and we went in at what? We went in at 7. So the movie starts maybe around 7.20. We're out of there by... Uh, 845. What the hell? Uh, yeah. This is the yeah. shortest time I've been in a theater and and I can't remember God knows how long. Yeah, it feels like every movie is two hours these days. This one wasn't. It probably could have used a little bit more time though, I'm not gonna lie. 
Yeah, that, that, third act, that third act felt a little rushed. It definitely did. And I wonder if, uh, I don't know. I won't say I wonder if that's because of COVID because it was supposed to come out in 2020. Yeah. But there there definitely could have been uh, uh, additional photography that could have happened that COVID may have held up because it wasn't supposed to come out until late 2020. So it could have been additional photography that COVID held up that may have rushed it along. Maybe, or maybe like during the pan, during like the height of the pandemic, they were, they, you know, they took a second look at it. We're like, "Eh, maybe we don't need this. Maybe we don't need that. And maybe it was a bad decision. Maybe they did need it. Yeah. I mean, again, this is, this is not a bad movie by any means. It just, no, no, don't feel as fleshed out as they should be. Some parts don't feel like they were given enough time. That that also goes for character development as well. Um, like like I do and I've been saying, if we aren't uh, attached to the main character turning into the title character, there's something wrong. And, and you know, on that subject, I thought the the body horror they did was actually pretty like gnarly. It was pretty well done. Although yeah, like. And- because he gets a, he gets stung by a bee, and I guess that's like connected to his. That's like his werewolf bite. Yeah, 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 Basically. yeah, and like it, it keeps getting worse as the movie goes along. Like his girlfriend is like, "Yo, what, what what's wrong with your hand? What's going on with your arm? What the hell?" I'm like, this dude don't even go to the doctor until his body is like half fucked up like man you why aren't you going to the hospital man Hello? black people don't have black people don't have insurance you're, you're, that's what it was he was you are peeling insurance. skin off of your hand go to a hospital sir he pe- he took actual nails off oh Mm-mm. now that that was pretty well done no that was very well yeah done. i thought that was pretty cool absolutely uh, i thought because i was saying to my girlfriend i was like is there a honeycomb embedded in his cheek? I think that's what they were going for. That shit no, scared he, me. Candyman isn't a thing. He's the whole damn hive. You know what? And, and that I really like that concept of there being like a league of Candymen. Like multiple. He's, he's like the doctor. He regenerates and becomes a different person, right? Right. <laughs> he's he's got like the doctor, uh, like a league of Candymen, just a, 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 a team of of horror movie monsters that that come from racial violence. I, I kind of like the, the the concept of that. You know, I, th- I think that's pretty interesting. Um, if if do you think this movie will get a sequel? I mean, it definitely has been number was number one for like two three two or three weeks. I think right. Mm-hmm. I think it was two weeks because then Shang-Chi came out and blew it out of the water, of course. But um, I think because it's, it's gotten such positive word of mouth, I think it, it very well may. And I think that moving forward, I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to be with Yaya Abdul-Mateen or not. I would imagine, yeah, I probably would. But um, I'm, I'm hoping that they, they take the criticisms that even you and I are saying uh, in terms of uh, lack of actual horror and lack of connecting with the main character and just fleshing out more of the character and more of the story. Um, I hope they take that into consideration when making the next one. 
But if Nia DaCosta is directing it, it'll be at least another three years, I'm imagining. Because she's knee deep in the middle of the Marvels. This was only her, like, this was like her, this was her first, like, major release, right? Right, yeah. For her first major release, I think it's really good. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And, you know, be, to be number one and to have already claimed a, a record, you know. That's uh, big. That's big. That is big. And she's she's going to be a hot name for a second. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Misha Green was a, is a, was a hot name because of Lovecraft Country. So I think Nate Costa is going to have that same kind of, you know, notoriety because of Candyman. Oh, yeah, she's going to be one to watch. Um, so overall, how do you feel about the movie? Overall, I like the movie. I definitely feel as though there were quite a few missed opportunities in terms of horror and in terms of actually making the audience scared. I do like the performances. Uh, I again, I was very much more so invested in Brianna, Brianna's character or Tiana's character, Brianna, and um, I like the uh, the urban legend that comes to save uh, black people from racial injustice. I like that whole concept. I just think that there is a slightly better version of this movie somewhere. And uh, I, I would like to see it, but this was definitely serviceable. I forgot. I actually forgot that that was the character's motivation. What, wasn't, weren't they trying to bring back Candyman to like fight gentrification or something? Well, I think that was the character you mentioned earlier um, that you didn't mention. I think that was his motivation. Yeah. Hey, but I not Yaya's. It's not a bad, I mean, you know, hey, fight gentrifiers with, you know, the, the horror story, you know. You, that, how is you he fight gonna, gentrifiers with their own stupidity. How, how is he, how is he going to get, but how would he, because every single one of them would have to say Candyman five times, right? So, like, how would that even, like, how would you get them to do that? Uh, honestly, I think, I think that it's, I don't think, so I think that Candyman because so, if we're going off the ending here, uh, which I'm trying not to spoil, but I think that uh, 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 any black person can say Candyman five times, and I think that it is kind of like a smoking gun, so to speak. So it doesn't attack black people. I think it more so attacks the 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 racial injustice around them, and so that could be me saying Candyman five times. And um, being in like a, a a hallway full of white kids, and I think the spirit would just attack the white kids. That doesn't line up with the first movie, though. But he literally just the, he he kills he literally just kills anyone who says it. But well, again, I didn't see the first movie. But with the ending, does it does it does that not agree with the ending though? The way that. Uh, well maybe that had yeah yeah and i thought that was weird too because it's almost like she summoned him like uh like a like a like a uh i don't know what's wrong with like a like a like like a like a pokemon or something to to attack you know exactly (laughs) to attack the the race the racism yeah the the racism that was that was interesting. Again, if they if they um do a sequel, I would like to see them explore that as well as the 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 League of Candymen thing they were kind of going with. 
Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's something specific to y- Yaya's Candyman, because like it seems like every Candyman has like specific powers. I mean, some of them, you know, there's a consistency. You know, the 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 pimp jacket and the hook, and you know and the bees so there's some consistency with that but maybe each one has like a different power i don't know but yeah it was it, it was interesting that they they put that direction um how did i feel um i thought the direction was amazing um i love the the shadow puppet thing they did with the to 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 for the flashbacks i thought that was really cool um, I don't know if I've ever seen something like that in a movie before. I thought that was really, really dope. I, I, I loved it. Um, oh, st- by the way, stay for the end credits. But it, it like that, you know, the end credits. There were end really... credits. Oh, not not like Marvel. I mean, like the oh. actual credits. Oh yeah, the Shadow yeah, yeah. they were beautifully done. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. beautifully done. Yeah. It was superbly done. I thought that was, I thought they were like really, really, um, yeah, really well done. I need to look up who did them actually, because, you know, whoever did them, I thought did a great job with that. Um, the performances, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, the performances were great. I obviously had some issues with the pacing and some bits of the right. story. Overall, though, I, I liked it. Um, I don't know if I liked it as much as I thought I, it, I would, maybe because I hyped it up so much for myself because I've been waiting for so long to see it. But overall, my rating, I'd probably give it a very enthusiastic 3.7 out of 5. I was just going to go say 3.5, yeah, 3.5 out of 5 for me. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know if it has a lot of rewatchability for me. Ooh, I disagree with that. I, I would definitely um, watch it. I feel like, honestly, I feel like watching it again now. And again, I think it's just because of my lack of, in- of investing. Well, not my lack of investing, but my lack of attachment to the characters so so well, far. You know, if you watch it like you said, like with the uh, with the idea in your head that maybe Brianna is the main character, maybe that could do something for you as far as like while you're watching it. Maybe that that might be something. And also, I just wanted to point out. Uh, one thing really quickly uh, that I, just a comparison and I, and I forget the name of the woman from the original movie. What did you say her name? Helen, right? Yeah, Helen. I think that Stevens, the reporter uh, I mean, not the reporter, but the art critic. Yeah. Uh, I think she was basically just uh Helen without having Helen in the movie. If Helen wasn't, uh, if she had survived, uh, she definitely gave off, uh, uh, she had a, a similarity, at least in terms of her look, to that to that actress. You know what's crazy? You are the second person I've heard say that, and I just, I don't see it, man. I you don't think they look alike, or you don't think that she was like a fill-in? Um, both. I don't even I I I don't see it. Like I don't what makes you like feel like she would be like Helen. I don't I don't know. I I just I don't I know. know. It's, I mean it's Helen interesting because you're the second person I've heard say that. I mean I consider her a, when it, she's a art critic, right? I also consider her a writer, basically. 
And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what was Helen? Uh, she was a grad student who was writing a paper. She was a writer. I mean, not like professionally. No, but she was she was basically invested investigative doing investigative journalism so to speak without you know, I mean, of, of the it was a, it was a term legend. paper she it was she wasn't writing no news story it was a term paper yeah but to go that far and risk your life for that shit you you might as well hey, have been paid. you know she wanted she was trying to get that grade man uh, yeah i guess grades paid whatever i just think that she was kind of a stand-in that's just how i feel but other than that that is the review, folks. Uh, do and I basically give it a three and a half. Uh, definitely go see it for yourself. There's a few jumps, maybe one or two scares, but uh, overall, it's a well, uh, a well-crafted film. Uh, again, I think there's just a few uh, issues with pacing, uh, story, and character development. Um, and overall, you know, just just the the lack of horror in the horror movie. Other than that, it's it's a pretty enjoyable film, and uh, go see it. Yeah, support support black business, support black art, support black film. Yeah, definitely go see it. And if in case you haven't, um, go see the first one too. Definitely one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. For me, that movie is a five out of five. Um, so check that one out as well. Absolutely. Well, folks, that's the review. You know what to do. Go ahead and give us a like, comment, share, subscribe. We're on what? What what platforms are we on to do? All of them. All of them. We on all Every of Every single one. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. You know what? Literally, just Google us. You know, if you're listening to us right now, how are you doing that? Just subscribe. Hit the like. Give it a five-star review a comment. Uh, Let us know what we can do better in the next review. Let us know if you like the movie. What are your thoughts on Candyman, directed by Nia DaCosta? Yeah. That's the review. All right, we're out. Always have, always win.